Welcome to the Freaking Makers Moment Podcast. I am your host, Zach Ford. If you do not know, this podcast is for makers, by makers, people who are making things. The name itself, Makers Moment, is an ode, a tribute to the fact that it is never a single moment of success for any creatives, any business people, anybody who's setting out to do anything of value. It is a lifetime of learning a lifetime of practicing, a lifetime of duh, getting it done, working hard. Yes, I said duh. All right, here's the deal. So this week, something happened uh, that I often look forward to. It was an epiphany, something that hit me kind of out of nowhere. It was a moment of inspiration, if you will. A friend of mine and I were discussing ideas. Yeah, you guessed it. You know me. I love ideas. I love getting into the thick of it and solving problems, things that are way outside my ability to solve. I just, I just love it. Okay, so here's the, th- here's the thing. See, I'm, I'm trying to contain the level of excitement, and I'm going to try to pitch this to you guys in a way that not only will you understand, but you will be able to practice in your life. Right now, I know what you're thinking. What the heck is he talking about? Do I even want to keep listening to this podcast? And let me tell you, you really freaking do. All right, so back to what I was saying. Friend of mine and I were talking about ideas, and we got into the conversation about good ideas, obviously, things that uh, were either genius ideas or were uh, fantastic problems to solve or multi-million dollar ideas. So we started talking about the environment in which those ideas were created because we want to have good problems to solve. We want to do things that matter. We want to have good ideas. I just did quotation marks with my hands. The point is, is that there is a specific environment that these type of problems that we have can be solved with. Now, bear with me. There are limitations in your life, in my life, in the lives of everyone who listens to this podcast. There are very real limitations on certain things, sleep, money, and time resources. There's there's so many finite things. A lot of those things I just mentioned are oftentimes limitations that completely cripple us. Let's just say, for example, the project is due on Tuesday. Today's Wednesday. So that means I'm late on my project and I've got to come up with a whole entire thing right now. Oh my gosh, what the heck do I do? That's a very real limitation. I've hit deadlines. I've missed deadlines. Oh my gosh, I've missed it. Yes, I've missed deadlines before. I'm not perfect. But the point is, is I didn't ever want to miss those deadlines. Life gets crazy. And when you are in those situations, I believe, as I was discussing ideas with a friend of mine, we found a special window into solving this little problem. So we started talking about the situation in which good ideas come from. So we started saying, okay, instead of just going, okay, here's the thing. All right. I'm going to summon a great idea. uh, Now you have to put yourself in a specific situation such as, all right, I want to uh, solve a problem for a car. Great. Solving a problem for a car. So what do I do? I get in my car and I sit in the driver's seat and I'm sitting there with my hands on my steering wheel and I'm going, all right, hands on my steering wheel, texting and driving is a problem. Yeah, it's a big problem. Okay, good. All right, here I am. Texting and driving is a problem. 
What I need to be able to do is be able to see the directions on my phone without looking at my phone. Okay. All right. We we can work with that. All right. So I need to be able to see the directions on the windshield. Can we work with that? Yeah, we can work with that. All right. I need to be able to see the directions to where I'm going on my phone But then also, if someone texts me, I'm still going to be tempted to pick up my phone and look at my phone. So I need to be able to see texts in my field of view in in the road or in, in the place because here's the thing. Most people are not stopping texting and driving. I don't know if you guys have seen the stats and seen the numbers yet, but it's ugly. And so this situation that we've just created, we've put ourselves in, you know, in this window of time, here's a solution. What if we put billboards on the side of the road that are just white and we have inside of our cars a way that's able to see where these white billboards are, and as we're passing them, text things that are happening on our phone that we're going to look at anyways are displaying on these things, only visible through our windshield. So that is a far out, no limitations. What is the world? What could we do? What are all the things here? I'm throwing that massive, huge idea out, but it also came from a situational perspective of, okay, it's inside of a car. There's a limitation. Uh, It has to be displayed in my field of view limitations. I have to be able to do it in a way that is concealed and not visible to everyone in the entire world. All right, there's a limitation. And so, yes, you may already be at there. Well, well, they haven't made the technology yet to make this thing come and make it happen in a reality. And oh, what about all the you know the people and who's going to make the who's going to make the signs go on the side of the road? Like, this is not the point. The point is. There is a place to get you thinking about things differently. And so what I want to do is address some of these limitations that we can start to pack around our ideas to help us actually execute these ideas. One of the exercises that came to my mind this week, it was my epiphany moment, if you will, thinking through these situations and these ideas, is that you need to be able to look at your life, look at your problem from a third-party perspective, like it's a movie like it's not on you right in this moment with the limitations that you have currently, your money in your bank account, your time, the people you have on your team, like it's not on that. Like you're standing back with all of the money that you need, all of the time that you need, all of the things that you need to be able to come up with the right solution. Yes, The right solution is probably not going to be end up what you can do. There are going to be limitations that do come in. But if you keep settling for the idea you can afford, you'll never have the idea that you deserve. And so what needs to happen in this moment in time is you need to be able to take yourself back to the place where you're emotionally, rationally detached from the situation, looking at it with a fresh perspective like it's a movie. Let me explain. Okay. In this practice, what I want you to do is imagine that your life is a movie right now. If you're a creative, you might be able to relate to this analogy a little bit better, but I'm going to use it anyways. Okay, you're a creative. You work at a creative agency. Your client has asked for a project that you don't have the manpower to accomplish right now, and you have this opportunity to do something different 
to make a large impact on one of their clients. The deadline is real. All right, so what do you do? All right, so here's a movie. It's called Peach Green. This movie is Peach Green. It's about this guy, Joe. He has three kids, a wife, and he's really, really freaking good at illustrations. He also does a ton of other stuff, like has a garden and makes a really killer pasta salad. Fantastic. Joe's awesome at that kind of thing. And so he is known amongst his friends as someone who's always upbeat, thinking about things the right way. But in this particular scene, Joe's stressing out. He's in the moment right now where he doesn't know the exact answer that he needs to do. He's got this project. He's got this client. They're just waiting. They're waiting to, to, to get the thing that they need from Joe to really make a splash with their client. So you know what Joe does? Joe gets a big idea. Joe starts thinking through this thing with this client and says, okay, you know what, client? Here's what you're trying to do. What you're trying to do is you're trying to get the word out about your tractors, right? Tractors. I get it. You got tractors? Joe starts getting so creative. He starts thinking about tractors. He starts thinking about ways that people know maybe have never had a, a way to communicate about tractors before. So here's what Joe does. Joe picks up his phone and he calls 17 of the most local tractor supply companies in the area, you know, the store tractor supply company. He goes, hey, I am wondering how many tractors each day you guys are selling. So they say, you know, we're, we don't actually sell the tractors right now. We're selling things that go with tractors, you know, things like that. He's like, okay, great, 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 great. How many customers do you know that currently own tractors? And they say, uh, we have, uh, we have three people who just were hidden here yesterday who are buying tractors. And then Joe goes, great. I'm a designer working with a company and I'm trying to relate to these guys the best way. I myself don't have a tractor, but I really need to make something that's going to be incredible. What do I do uh, to, to what, what do you think, first off, what do you think would really make an impact on the guy who just bought the parts for his tractor that you sell? The girl on the phone goes, you know what, I don't know. Uh, one of my guys comes in here all the time and he's always complaining about his He's not, he doesn't have any place to put his phones in these tractors. And, you know, he just feels like, you know, these tractor manufacturers are going through and they're, you know, they're just making, they're just making stripped down cars, you know, on the inside. Yeah, they're fancy and they have air conditioning and they have all this kind of stuff. But the problem is, is that they're not functional. They don't have this functional side of, uh, of it to him. Okay. So he hears that from the girl. He goes, okay, listen up. I'm going to come by tomorrow. You said he's going to probably be in there tomorrow. He comes in every Tuesday, whatever the day is. I'm going to come in there tomorrow. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to ask him and I'm going to see if your idea and what you said and if, if, if the functionality thing is a real thing. So you know what Joe does? He goes into the tractor supply company and he says, hey, you know what? I'm just looking and you know, kind of shopping through and I see that you're buying tractor supplies parts. Like what's your biggest complaint about your tractors? Guy goes, you know what, man? They're just not functional. I just can't, I can't seem to find a place to put my, my, my phone and my keys and all this kind of stuff in my, in my tractor. I got all these supplies and tools with me, but there's just nowhere for them to go. And so you know what Joe does? Joe goes back to the office with an idea for his company. He's got a deadline. He's got time. He's got, he, he's got things that are all stacking up against him. But you know what he has now? He has context for the, for the market. He has a little bit of a different idea for the specific marketing company. And he goes to the marketing company and says, here's the thing. I've done some market field research and I'm finding that your customers are complaining about functionality. You know what we can do to make a splash? I know that functionality is a major need amongst 
your clientele? What if we come in there with a thing saying we are functional? You show all, you show a design, you take over the whole entire wall and you say, here's the thing. We are functional. We have what you need. We show all the compartments. We break that stuff out. We show what it is. And we can do that. We can install the piece. We can go here and do this. Company comes back to Joe and says, you know what, Joe? Love that idea. But we really, we, we really don't have any money to go out and create a new problem and we re- to create a new par- compartments for our tractors. I, we see what you're saying, but uh, we also don't really have enough budget to do a, a full wall blowout on the side. Joe goes, great. Here's the thing. All right. What if we go into this space and all we do is print out a piece of paper, and on it, it just says, we're functional. And it shows a picture of the inside of the tractor with the hook, the clothes hanger hook that you already have in all of your tractors, and on it is hanging a pair of, uh, of the driver's pl- uh, pliers hanging right from the side. What do you think about that? They say, okay, uh, that, that kind of works. And so see what we just did there? We went into the middle of nowhere. Now, I'm going to be real with you guys. All of that whole entire tractor analogy and Joe and the family, that came out of nowhere. I'm tying it back to a real situation at my work right now that I am trying to think through how to solve. And is that the right answer? Is it the right answer to connect with the customers and to go out and find the one thing, the consistent thing that our customers are having or that our clients are having problems with their pain point? Absolutely, it's the right thing to do. Does that mean that our clients are going to have the budget that they need to go out and, and execute and deliver on that thing? Not necessarily, but it's that process of me getting outside of the box, thinking through the situation like it's not on my back. If you can get that practice and you can start to apply that to your life and apply it to your business and to your clients that you have, I think that you will be able to find huge success. You have to get rid of those crippling limitations that you have. Time, resources, money. They cannot be the first thing that you think of. Cannot be. If those things are continuously things that you are putting on yourself on 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 your business, then your business is going to suffer and it's going to fail and you're not going to be able to get to the place where you're making the right decision. You're doing the right thing. The idea that you deserve, like we just talked about. So, a quick story here. If you know anything about the movie Interstellar, Interstellar was a movie about time travel and Matthew McConaughey and space and fun stuff. So if you haven't watched it yet, go back and watch it. But the interesting thing about Interstellar was... In this movie, they had to figure out how to communicate to the viewer how all of this stuff works. If we were going to do time travel around black holes, how would it how would it actually work? Okay, well, they got a group of scientists together, and the scientists came in and said, if you're going to do it, and you're going to try to convince people and show these things, here's how you could theoretically do it. Well, if you go and you do some of the research on Interstellar, they actually for, they, they, they advanced the study of black holes and how they can actually do things. They came up with ideas around time travel just because it was a theoretical movie without limitations. They could do whatever they want. But you got people who are passionate and talented and, uh, and able to see into the future on some of these things because of their skill set that they actually made something that was theoretical a reality. They actually took something with certain limitations that were flexible and turned it into something that was actually feasible for 
the rest of us to understand and consume. Now, there's a reason I'm not going into the exact specifics because I'm not a scientist. I don't know how it all works. But all I know is after hearing the story of how they expanded knowledge around black holes, I think that we can do the exact same thing for our work, for our problems that we're running into. If we can just take a step back and go, whoa, 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 what is the right answer here? If you in your mind hate what I'm saying right now, why are you listening to this podcast? If you don't want to come up with the best ideas, get out of the way and let somebody else with you come up with those ideas. Let somebody else come and do it. Now, everything I'm saying about let somebody else and all that kind of stuff, I'm just trying to get you to the place where you can do it, where you can mentally get there and you can mentally start making decisions based off of what is best for your creative endeavor that you are trying to do. Now, if you need a job, I understand that it's insanely difficult to go out and just get a job, just like that. If you need money, I know it's really hard to just be like, great, I need money, I'm going to go make $300 today. What I'm finding is that during the good times, when things are good, is when you should be stockpiling some of these ideas, some of these practices. It's not ideal. It's not perfect to be doing it during that time because times are good. You don't want to have to be really thinking about, okay, when everything hits the fan and I'm going to have to have a couple extra ideas in my pocket or things I could fix or ways I could. Trust me, if you can set aside some time when the times are good, when things are working, to really brainstorm through ideas from a third-party perspective, no limitations, no excuses, no victim mentality. Oh, well, we have just this amount of... No. no. If you can just create a space for you to have the right answers for your business, I believe that you're going to be able to take those things and turn them into really freaking cool things that you should have already been doing, but you couldn't because you were too stressed out about it. So, hey, that is why I'm super, super freaking excited. So the way that I want you guys to practically implement this in your life is I want you right now to start thinking through that thing that is on your mind, that is stressing you out, that you really need to solve by whatever day. Take that thing and put yourself into a third-party perspective, just like I talked about with Joe and the tractor supply company. Run through that exercise. Theoretical character. Change your name. You want to be a different person? Here's your chance to, to become a different, you know, Kyle. My name's Kyle, and I like to sell insurance. So, anyways, the whole entire point is this. You need to get out of your own head sometimes. Get out of your own way and let the, you know, there's a great book called The War of Art, and he talks a lot about the muse. You need to be able to let this muse speak to you. If you're a Christian, it's God. And it's God because I'm a Christian, too, and I know it is, but... I believe through prayer, you can get to the ideas that you need to get to. I believe God will show them to you. And I believe that if you create space in your life to help clutter out some of this noise and the crippling limitations, you can actually get to where you need to go. Limitations are good. Things are good. It is good to tie yourself down to this universe. If you're solving a problem for the basketball court, that's fine. There are lines in the basketball court. There are rules in basketball. There's a place to have limitations, but don't take it to the extent that it keeps you from going there. If you don't like what you're doing, stop doing it. 
If you are sick and tired of doing things for basketball and having to solve problems for basketball and you don't love basketball, get out of the basketball game and let the next Tinker Hatfield start trying to figure out how to make shoes for basketball. If you don't know who Tinker Hatfield is, go and just Google his name. Awesome guy. Did a lot of the Jordan shoes. Love to have him on the podcast. Tink, if you're listening, come on. So the whole entire point is this. Create setup limitations that are healthy. And the only way I've found to do that successfully is to go where there's really <laughs> more of a general limitation and less of a specific, detailed, uh, this measurement by this height, by this amount of money, by this timeline, by this budget, by this. You're Figure out the, the general area of limitations that you have and work within that. But you have to go there to get the right answer. You have to go there. You cannot start in the area of, uh, but uh, excuse, no, that will happen. You don't have to freaking do that. You can go to the land of make-believe for a few minutes to come up with the right answer. Because in, in, And if you can't do that, if you can't put yourself there, then you just have to understand that things are going to suffer. Things are going to be hard until you can do that. So huge rant on ideas, huge push from my gut on this, but I really do believe that it can help some of you guys if you can just put yourself into a third-party third perspective. Thank you for listening to me ramble on this for this episode of the podcast. Once again, this is the Maker's Moment podcast. It is made for people who are trying to do things, trying to do new things over a long period of time, who have that marathon mentality. If you like what you're listening to, please do me a favor and subscribe. Leave a comment, uh, leave a review, if you will, on the podcast, and I hope you keep listening. Right now, I've got a few users, listeners, whatever you want to call them, that are all across the globe. I've seen I've got about eight people in Japan, freaking crazy, listening to this. If you're from any place... Uh, reach out to me on Instagram. I'm it's Zach Ford on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to figure out how to do this thing better. If you have any ideas, if you want to be on the show, reach out to me. I'll try to make it happen. And until then, thanks for listening to the Maker's Moment podcast, guys. Peace. 25 years in the making. Overnight success, that's what they said. Only you can see all of these hard earned